13, no! 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how often you keep leaving stuff in the in the cuts? Shut up. Apparently a lot. And then it our wonderful listeners get to hear us talking to each other like this. You say how often. It's only made it to publishing once and it was last week. No, 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 no. That is not true. Where? What What other episode? I'm early on a lot. Um, not a lot. Not a lot. But it, it's just little things where we'll be like, oh, oop. <laughs> and could have easily been cut, but also could have eaten. But also, I can only, I only realize these things now as I'm editing other stuff and I'm like, I get all okay. those little things. Right. And Wait, hold on. You're, you're getting ahead of ourselves. We're, what? You are getting what? ahead of ourselves. What? We're not going to leave any of that in. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Not Crappy, your fun and interactive look at the odd, absurd, and uplifting news of the week that you probably missed. My name is Mickey Williams. Yes, it is. And I'm Nikki Hafner. We're here uh, to bring you... Some oh. fun news of the week. What's up? I was going to ask how you are. Really? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, hey, Mickey, Mickey, I was supposed to ask how you are, but then my brain's shorted out. <laughs> hey, um, so speaking of how I am, okay, I'm doing good. I had a long day. I've had a long few days. My roommate just got her first teaching contract, so I've been with my roommate and my girlfriend mm-hmm. helping to set up her classroom and everything. Can I ask the age? Uh, middle school, yeah. Same, same age range that I met her in my cohort. Yeah. Um, when I was, you know, all that. But um, we have been, you know, I say we, mostly her, but I've been helping here and there. And uh, we filled up some candy containers for her classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, rewards. You, know, you get a question right, so you get a piece of candy, and everybody wants to answer their next question. Yeah. And uh, the. Um, the the stereotypical candy is always Jolly Rancher, right? Is it? If for me it was always Jolly Rancher. Here in okay. here in Georgia it was always Jolly Ranchers. Okay, okay. And uh I stole a couple while I was filling up the jar. So right now in the booth I have a Jolly Rancher with me. <sighs> so if you're asking how I'm doing, the answer is really good cuz I have Jolly Rancher. You know, my booth is is not a closet. It's mm-hmm. a desk. Uh-huh. And in my desk, I have a drawer. Mm-hmm. And in that drawer, I have numerous candies. Do and you? right now in my hand, I'm holding a Werther's Original. Mm. And so I know it, it's less annoying paper sounding than yours. It's wax paper instead. <laughs> and, Welcome uh, to Candy Cast. Grow now. Where we, where we happy, happy <laughs> and candy. Um, HNC still. Where we give candy reviews. I'm currently eating a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher. Mm. I can say wholeheartedly, but it's probably going to be awful to the to the viewers to hear me smacking in the, in the microphone. <laughs> say viewers. Well, There's I'm no eating a Werther's Original Soft Cream Caramel. Say cream. I don't know how to say that word. Cream? C-R-E with an apostrophe on top. M E. Still cream. But it's not. It would be like cream. cream. But I can't well, yeah, roll my but, arm. Okay, but it's a borrowed word. It's still cream in American dialect. But yeah, it would be clim. I'm in Canada. Yeah, but you're not on the you're not on the East Coast. That's where the French Canadians are. There's you still gotta talk the language here. Yeah, but they don't live there. Some of them do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They're schooled. Like when we got here, they asked us, "Do you want 
your daughter to go to the French school, like she can go right now and it'll be all in French. French, French and immersion. She will just, yeah. And she'll just mm-hmm. learn from grade, grade four, just learn the rest of her life in French. I was like, that's a thing. You could just choose that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I regret putting a Jolly Rancher in my mouth for, for a job that requires talking. So hold on one second. Yeah, I'm done. So like I just chewed that sucker and swallowed. <laughs> Have you had a Jolly Rancher? Yeah, of course I've had a Jolly Rancher. Exactly. What the so hell? you know you, you know you can't chew it, right? Like you you can't. Uh, if you're it's, real determined. No, it'll gunk your teeth up. It, you'll pull a tooth out trying to get it out of your teeth. Well, I've never pulled a tooth out, but um, if you say so. Oh, hey, that leads me into my next part of how I'm doing today, and then and then I yeah. can ask you yours. Um, I pulled a tooth out today. Like on purpose. No, it was an accident, but I pulled a tooth out today. Are you okay? Me? Yeah, no, but Tibby is was a little upset. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are so bad. I know. I actually, so she lost a tooth earlier today while I was grocery shopping with my roommate. And mm-hmm. he was home. She found it. She put it in a little Ziploc baggie like, it's her baby tooth. I'm like, that's kind of gross, dude. But, um... She, it, but then I came home and I was like, oh, baby tooth. And then, um, no, nah, it is gross. <laughs> I was, it's a little gross, but I still think it's cute. And, um, then I played tug of war with her and I yanked just a little too hard. And I, wa- I saw her like let go and then like, like lick her lips and then look down at the ground and like sniff around. And I'm like, I pulled a tooth out and I went into the carpet and I found it and I pulled it up and I was like, I just, I just yanked the tooth out of her mouth. I feel really bad. Oh, poor baby. But she didn't cry mm. or anything, right? No, she was cool. She was oh. wagging her tail and happy and kept playing. Well, then I'm sure she was fine. She was, but it makes me feel awful. I was like, I'm never going to yank something out of her mouth again. But uh, <laughs> she grows up so they grow up so fast. She's losing teeth already and you know, growing, growing her big girl teeth. So, well, that's good though. It's good yeah. because if something bad happens, she'll be ready to chomp, chomp, chomp. True, but right now she's <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomping me. Well, so. you gotta you gotta train her how to chomp. <laughs> she has I'm to know how I'm, to chomp before she can know who to chomp. I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Um, she's learned quite a bit. She's learned a lot of tricks. Um, yeah. Right now, um, the the latest is talk shit. Um, yes, and, and I did see that video. Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so I I think I uh, I took the training video from seriously sam on youtube so shout out seriously sam a small creator on youtube um she does dog training videos and her version of speak is talk Mm. shit so i started teaching my dog to talk shit and she does but she's still learning where i want her to be in terms of volume level because she still Uh. she occasionally will do like the little tiny which is what i want then sometimes Mm -hmm. she'll go really loud and i'm like no no no, I'll turn around. I'll be like, nope, that's not what I wanted. So, so we're, we're, it's a learning experience, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So how are you? I'm okay. I've been really busy. I did a webinar this week. Um, yeah, that was yeah. on actionable advocacy. Uh, so that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm tired from that. Um, naturally. yeah, naturally just all my life. Uh, I did get a massage today, so I'm feeling pretty good there. Um, good. Yeah, and I've got big plans for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I am filling out my planner and housekeeping. On Saturday, I'm cleaning the whole house. 
Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, I'm not getting out of bed because I won't be able to move from Saturday. And and accepts to publish the episode, right? I will have somebody bring <laughs> me a laptop and I'll do it from there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, I got um, this week's up. That's all that matters. Speaking of massages, you know uh, what you haven't done is pay for a massage for me. Remember? Was I supposed to pay for a massage for you? <laughs> you said you were going to get me a massage. Okay, well, it's opening back up. Find out who you want to go to. I'll pay I'm for not you a massage. No, no, I'm not actually going to take a massage. I'm not going to let you buy me a massage. I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. You know, you can't remind me of a gift idea and then take <laughs> it away. You know that that's not even like an option, right? I have your fucking address. So you're going to send a masseuse to me? <laughs> I can send whatever I please. I am a goddess. <laughs> Speaking of gifts, uh, yeah? I heard I heard that you got a pretty decent gift the other day. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it's this amazing art that it's a a commissioned piece from our most amazing GM on the planet. He runs this amazing sci-fi campaign. And in it, my character, I my vision of Irina came to life. And Mm. you could see Julin and it's beautiful. In case Mm -hmm. anybody doesn't know. Mickey is the GM who commissioned this piece of art. And I am so excited about having it printed off. I am going to contact Staples. I have to go over there this week. Uh And I'm going to see if they will do a printing for me. And then I'll put it in a frame and hang it in the new office. (laughs) Ah, It feels so good. I've been hanging on to it forever. If you listen back to some of the episodes, if you don't remember, I've been mentioning that I have a gift for you and the boys for a while. So a lot. And I've it's been, been overwhelming. Been, yeah, I've been waiting so long and um, I was so excited to give it to you. So that finally happened. You know what, and... guys? I will post um, I will post just the the token view of Irina's character. So you guys mm-hmm. have an idea of who what she looks like. I won't do the whole thing without uh, without everyone's OK. But I yeah. can I, I can post a picture of my my Savage Worlds character that we often talk about. Well, I can I can tell everybody listening right now. Um, if anybody wants to see it, they're not you know like in in the loop of our friend group and stuff like that. But you know, so obviously Kyle and Neville will have access. But um, if you want to see it, and Nikki doesn't post the full thing, uh, I did give the artist permission to post it on her own social media. That was a part of um, that was a part of the deal with the commission. Uh, If you want to check her out, she is a a young college student from Spain. She does amazing watercolor work um, and and line work. She said she wasn't good at it. Her name is uh, the name of her of her art is is either T. Helen art or felon art. I'm not really sure, but T-H-E-L-E-N art. And she's she's incredible. She's amazing. Go look at her work. If you play tabletop, you should you should get some work done by her. She's amazing. Got it done it in a timely manner good. too. It just took a while for for no. She got it done in a timely manner. It just took a while for me to get what I wanted out. Mm. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is it is beautifully done. It is very very cool to be able to see something inspired by my brain come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. It's it's 
fascinating to see that. Um, I think the only thing that was really missing was Irina's trail spots. But even yeah. that, it's like, it's a little thing when so, you're still looking at your character. So can I tell you about that? And and, oh, and sure. don't don't get me wrong. It was still... It was still on me because um, I had every opportunity to throw that in there and and it didn't make it. Um, A few months ago, I asked all three of you guys to give me a re-upped version, physical description of your character. Yeah. And uh, those spots never made it into the articulated description on, on, on your end. And I overlooked the fact that they were even in the pictures that you posted so when I gave all of that information over, the pictures that you had and the description too, um, I never mentioned them. So so it just it just never came up. And to be honest, I don't think I I don't think that I even remembered them until Neville was looking at it and he was like, She doesn't have her spots. I was like, What? <laughs> he goes, The spots. Go look at all of her artwork that she's had since the beginning of the game. She doesn't have her spots. And I was like, Shit. Fuck. Yeah. I think even even the updated picture I sent you mm-hmm. um, had the yeah. and just so everybody kind of gets an idea, it's uh, it's uh, Thandaway Newton from um, Westworld when she's in the all black. Um, that was the inspiration, and then I took that and applied trill spots to basically a, a type of leopard print to her yeah. temples, and then it would go down her neck and arms and so on and so forth. Now, most of that would not have even been seen in the picture that was drawn. It's beautiful. And mm-hmm. the only point that you would have noticed it was missing is right along her hairline. And it just so happens that the hairstyle that she's in shows right along the hairline. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's missing that one minor, minor, minor detail. Yeah. Other than that, perfect and beautiful. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a bummer. Still a bummer. There is one other thing missing, but I'm not even going to point it out. You'll have to find that for yourself because I refuse to disappoint anybody by bringing it up myself. Okay. I'll uh, look eventually. Yeah. Anywho, uh, (laughs) while we're in ad break, listen to this gorgeous ad. Um, All two or three of them, however many we have now. I don't know. We're throwing a bunch of them in there for some friends that we know. And um, go ahead and listen. Go ahead. (laughs) Sometimes. Go ahead and listen to those. And while you are. Uh, check out our, our social medias. You'll hear the tags at the end of the episode, but in case you don't know them, it's always at Crappy Not on pretty much all social media. Yeah, and, I'm actually uh, posting again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so go check out what she's posted, and we'll see you after. Yay. Hey, Mickey. Oh, that's me. That's my name. What's up? That is you. I've got a story. I have ears. Okay, so this story is on Audie, as always, mm-hmm. and um, it is about trout turning into meth heads <laughs> you know what's funny what it's not my story i don't have that story today you we always talk about it during the break it's like i hope you don't have my story you know it comes <laughs> up every now and then i don't but i skimmed over that and was like i probably shouldn't talk about meth <laughs> Well, see, I wasn't going to either because there's a huge epidemic, Yo. but it's just the way the fish are getting the meth that cracks me up. Oh, so, like back alleys or, um, or oh, sorry, yeah. like side creeks or something, tributaries, they go down the, the side paths of the of the stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Some exactly shady, what it is. shady salmon are dealing. No, it's actually sewers. <laughs> oh. No, they're... um. People who may be using the drug 
are urinating in places where the water, oh where it、God. runs off into the water. Oh my God! No, they're not. <laughs> they're urinating no, into the fish、not. water, and then the trout are drinking <laughs> the water laced with meth. Oh my God! Not drinking; they're breathing it. Well, yes, yes, they're breathing it. I mean,、oh、okay, but、uh, so you think, you know, okay, well, maybe, maybe they should run away. <laughs> maybe they don't want to live there. Apparently, they have a preference for the drug. They're yeah, they're addicted to it now. Yeah, they so they they hang out there. They want to. The trout just hang out under bridges and yeah. <laughs> so how they did this is they um. Oh, they placed forty brown trout into a fish tank, whose water was either either contained the same level of meth that's found in natural streams,、oh、or、gosh. contained no meth. After eight weeks of chilling and getting high, they moved the fish to a drug-free tank, and then every day checked to see if they were suffering from、oh、withdrawals.、God. And of course, they were. Um. So then they also、uh, had to see which one they preferred, and it, when they were given the choice, and of course,、um, the the fish naturally、uh, wanted to go to the drugged up water. Yeah, <laughs> which、gosh. makes sense. We all we all want that high. The, the, okay, this this the, the decision to make to do research on this. First of all, I do actually understand the implications here, like. What the reason for this study was,、mm-hmm. but the 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 scope of this research really reminds me of, of of quite a few episodes ago of the kid at his science fair who did the study on how many surfaces your cat's butt touches. <laughs> I'm like, did this kid put lipstick on the cat's butt? Right, go listen to that、mm. episode if you haven't, because it's for me, it's hysterical. I, I know I it's a very good episode. Um, but now it's 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 we're putting meth piss in trout water and seeing if they get addicted. Like, holy cow! And I know that that's not what happened, but like, holy cow! Yeah, yeah, it's pretty insane. It's uh, it's pretty insane to think that that's how they. They got it was from urine,、um, you know, urine in their water, and it says that some of it may not have come from just people like peeing in a stream. That it's from the the urine from your home. So、yeah. if you're using meth at your house, and then you go and you flush, and that goes to the sewage treatment plant, and then that water then goes into the rivers, lakes, and streams, then the fishies have access to whatever was in your bloodstream, and the、right. sewage the sewage treatment plants aren't made to cut、Filter、out prescription out. drugs, yeah, all the time.、My、so that's、gosh. something to consider. <laughs> so I, some th- of these fish may be getting it that way. These these little junky fish. It, it so it it still comes out. Okay, so obviously we mentioned that there's it's an epidemic, right?、Mm-hmm. But it, it still blows my mind. There's either a enough people using and then and then peeing, uh, or it just comes out the other end so concentrated as to get. Fish to feel physical effect, that to me is insane. Yeah, for sure. I didn't、yeah. realize that it could maintain any effect as it passed through the body. I thought that the body 
made good use of it while it was in there. No, I guess not. I mean, there's always, there's always something left over. Yeah. You know, from what, whether it's something we eat, something we drink. Like um, asparagus. There, there's always, yeah, just the <laughs> scent. <laughs> One of my favorite veggies. Anyway, um, there's always something left over. It makes sense that there'd be at least small particles and it shouldn't take much to affect a fish. I mean, he's oh. been sober his whole life. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so okay. So, speaking of things making their way uh, through your body, um, not being absorbed or processed, and then evacuating uh. your body. Um, when you were sick as a kid, mm-hmm. did your uh, guardian, parent or guardian, um, give you like a particular drink or snack that was just you know their remedy snack or drink? Because for for me, mm-hmm. it was one of two things. It was either Kool Aid, mm-hmm. or it was Gatorade. And Gatorade, more- Gatorade. It was. I think it was Gatorade, but Gatorade was was the more expensive option, and so yeah. I often got Powerade. Okay, yeah, that works too. Okay, so um, I always got uh, Gatorade though. Usually, sometimes mm-hmm. it was Kool Aid because you know, sometimes again, like you said, like Gatorade or even just purchasing things out. It's more expensive. We always had Kool-Aid in the house. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom would get me Gatorade and she would ask me like, what flavor do you want? And I'm like, blue. <laughs> That's the flavor <laughs> is blue. So I get blue Gatorade and I was so sick and dehydrated from something. I think I was puking or something. I don't know. I don't think I was actually because would, this wouldn't have made sense otherwise. But I was chugging this blue Gatorade and I went to pee later that day and my pee came out green. <laughs> Green, green pee, because nice. I drank so much blue Gatorade and my yellow pee came, it's green. And yeah. it was so yeah. startling to see green pee. Yeah, 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 you ever, yeah. yeah. You, that, does that, has that ever happened to you? No. <laughs> I have never drank so much of something that my urine changed Reflected color it. away from the normal colors. Now. Yeah. I will say I have been dehydrated enough that my urine was brown, not brown, brown more like a, of like, like a, a deep, like golden rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very sick. Yeah, and I have been so hydrated that it was clear. Yeah, so, so, oh, that happens to me every day. I'm on a diuretic, so like I get that. Yeah, so I've been on both ends of that spectrum, and then I've had asparagus. So there's always that. There's always that, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm drinking a liter of water right now. So. <laughs> I'm jealous. I forgot to bring water in. Even though you told me you're like, hold on, I'll be on in a second. I'm going to grab a drink. I was like, okay, I'm going to stand in the booth like a goon. <laughs> and I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You step into a booth in Georgia right now. Sounds so fun to me without a water. It's not even. It's very, <laughs> it's very warm. Well, we're we are very humid, so I, I'm I'm pretty well hydrated, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do. I do. In fact, wish that I had. Um, I do. In fact, wish that I had water. Point in fact, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I can go get a water and you can entertain the the audience. Why do you do this to me? Okay. Everybody enjoy the sounds of Nikki Hafner. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna tell you guys some shit. You guys ready? Okay. These are the twelve strangest town names in the United States. Are you ready? Bacon Level, Alabama, 
<laughs> figures it's in Alabama. Just kidding. If you're from Alabama, I love you. Nowhere, Oklahoma. It's actually nowhere okay is how that is. Where are you going? Nowhere okay? Perfect. Boring Oregon. Sounds about right. Ding dong, Texas. <laughs> As somebody with a lot of family from Texas. Yeah. Same. Accident. Same. Whatever you were saying, same. Over it. Go ahead. I have no no idea what you said. The last one. Well, I mean, it's not the last one. There was 12. But here's number five, guys. Accident MD. Accident. Accident Mickey. Go on. Hi. Go ahead. Mickey, how are you doing? You get what you need? I did. I got I got a water. Actually, I got a. um, Have you heard of Hint? No. So there's a there's a type of it's like a flavored water. It's kind of like LaCroix, but without the the carbonation. So it's basically like water that's been in the same room as whatever it's flavored as. um, (laughs) It's watermelon hint. But it wasn't the only thing that I came back with. That was a good joke. You got me. (laughs) Okay, okay. What else did you come back with, Mickey? I came back with a story. I love stories. I don't know if it'll be as good as that joke, but please continue. I know you love stories because it's kind of like what we do. And that's why we do it. It's once a week we get together with these dumb stories. Do you? Okay. I have a question before I get started on my story. You think do you retain any of these stories? What? You think our stories are dumb? Well, all mine are. Some of some of uh, the vast majority of the stories that aren't dumb are yours because you're always coming back like the world is so philanthropic and it's amazing. And I'm like, dear cat lipstick butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first off, we can't all be creating, you know, infection sensing uh, thread or giving away billions of dollars throughout right. our lives like Feeny or figuring out how dirty cats really are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we look at it logically, we just can't. So so I guess my point is, is that you were the heart and soul of the um, of the good news part. I'm the heart and soul of the let's just forget about whatever's happening out there. I don't know how I'm the heart and soul of the good news. I literally talked about meth addicted fish today. Okay, but let's get somewhere better than this, right? Because <laughs> my story is from fastcompany.com. I have no idea what this site is, but I found it anyway. Okay. Fastcompany.com okay. Um, published on... Oh, Lord. This is an old article. Please forgive me. It is not up-to-date news. But still, I'd never heard it. I hope that you haven't heard it either. Nikki, do you remember we did something... Before mm-hmm. we started recording a podcast, years before we started recording a podcast, we did something on a regular basis together. We scheduled it every week, and we came together with it, and we sat down and had a good time together. Do you remember what that was? Tabletop? No. Well, that has been consistent, but there was another thing that just you and me. That you and I did every week with that nobody else before we recorded? No, just me and you. Oh, you're going to break my heart here. Oh crap! I'm, I'm I'm gonna break my own heart. I don't understand. I my memory Nikki. is so bad. What did I lose? What did I forget? <laughs> <laughs> well, for everybody listening, and for Nikki, I suppose, because it seems to be news to her. A while ago, Nikki and I used to meet on a regular basis, probably closer to once a month than once a week. Actually, no, it was once a month rather. Um, we got together and we did a wine and cheese night. Oh my gosh! Yes, of course. It was. It was the. It was honestly. But aside from tabletop, wine and cheese is probably the reason why 
I'm sitting here making a podcast with Nikki and not with one of my other friends is because she and I really, when we get together, just the two of us, we really jive in a very charismatic way. We have a lot of fun um, together. So I want to bring us back to our roots a little bit. (gasps) I want to talk about cheese. I love cheese. So the name of this article is Science Says That Hip Hop Makes Cheese Taste Better. Oh, my God. This article was written by Joe Berkowitz. Berkowitz? Berkowitz. (laughs) It's a one-minute read, apparently. I actually like that. I've never seen an article tell you how long it's going to be to read. I like that. It's also going to make me feel inferior if it doesn't take me a minute to read it, but whatever. (laughs) Well, you're not just reading it to yourself. I'm talking about it. So, So, what does cheese have in common with a tribe called Quest? What? Well, they're both funky, and they both age extremely well. More interestingly, though, science has just discovered that the two go very well together. Nikki, have you ever heard of playing music for plants? Yeah. And seeing which one stimulates the plant in a healthy way? Yeah. They did the same thing with cheese as the cheese was going through its aging process. Okay. These Swiss, these Swiss cheesemakers... Um, the perfectly named Swiss cheesemaker, Beat Wampfler. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at his name, Beat. We're sorry. It's a great name. It's amazing. It Wampfler. is the perfect name. So Mr. Wampfler, sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. It sounds like I'm mocking him. Wampfler is a great name. He started an experiment to determine whether music would help aging cheese reach a more robust flavor. Who wouldn't, right? <laughs> and if so, which kind would work best? Working alongside researchers from the Bern University of Arts, you know, natural place for science to come out of, Naturally. Wampfler placed nine separate wheels of Emmental. Emmental? Have you ever heard of that kind of cheese? Emmental? It's probably Swedish. Probably. The kind of cheese most associated with Swiss cheese by those who don't live in Switzerland. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. They, they, they placed these... Wheels of cheese, nine of them, in separate wooden crates last September. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was from 2019. Forgive me. Mm -hmm. And fed them different kinds of music through mini transmitters. One wheel was left to grow in silence, the control cheese, if you will. Right. Of course, we all know the control cheese. I have a control cheese (laughs) in my fridge right now, as a matter of fact. I don't know how long it's been in there, but... It's just living in silence. Pretty much, yeah. It's probably probably mozzarella. I don't know. You, You know what you should ask it? (laughs) <laughs> the the cheese? The, sound, the cheese. You should ask the cheese about the sound of silence. The sound. <laughs> we just played them the sound of silence for <laughs> six months. So oh. they played them music for six months. All right. One of the wheels aged with 24-hour exposure to Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Another with Mozart's Magic Flute Opera. Another coexisted, this language coexisted, with the rave-ready electro of Vril's UV, and another still spent months with the abstract melodies of Yellow's monolith. But, apparently, they also had one that was aged with a tribe called Quest's We Got It From Here. I've never heard of a tribe called Quest. Me either. I literally thought you were telling me about a tribe and its name was called Quest. No, apparently Forgive a tribe me called... for all of that. I'm going to assume from the from the context here that a tribe called Quest is a hip hop group. I'll have to listen to them after 
Um, and I'll come back. We'll come back next week and talk about <laughs> what I think of them. Um, I'm actually a big fan of classic rap, even though I don't know a whole lot about it. I, mm-hmm. I guess I should say hip hop because not all hip hop is rap. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, a Swiss TV chef and jury member, Benjamin Luzoy, told mm-hmm. Reuters TV the differences were very clear in terms of texture, taste, appearance. There was something really different. Wow. Perhaps now the band will consider renaming themselves a tribe called Queso. Why did you do this, Berkowitz? Why That's did you bad. why why I didn't read that last bit before I <laughs> Yeah. You know, called- you know, I'd like more information. Like when they say really clear, like did they rate all the cheeses? Does this cheese get like ten out of ten on all marks? I, while the other cheeses rated no more than a six? Is got- all of his cheeses nine? I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you. That was all. That's all she wrote. All right. That's all that was in this article. But you know what I will tell you is we yeah. can just do the experiment ourselves, right? We can get some. We can get some. Uh, uh what is it? Whey? Not whey. Uh-huh. It's. It's not. It's. Is it cheese whey? Fuck if I know. I don't know. There's I've some, never made cheese. You haven't. No. What? Everybody's made cheese. No, no. Only you and probably Nets. What? First of all, I haven't made cheese, but I find it hilarious. Wait, why Neville? No answer. (laughs) I will not respond to that. (laughs) I know the answer, but we can't say it. (laughs) He always always gets very upset when we make that uh, uh, inference. God, I can't speak. No, I I honestly don't know what you're talking about. There's, There's stuff that has happened in the last two weeks that I'm just like, if anyone knows how to make cheese, it would be Neville. If also, if I was ever going to be stranded on an on a, like a desert island and had to survive, I just have a feeling I am gonna want Neville there <laughs> to make cheese. No, to to survive. I just said if I'm like stranded on a desert island, I think my best chance of survival is probably Neville. Like the two of us together, because I offended. like to camp and I know how to survive in the wilderness, dude. You grew up in Atlanta. Did, do you even camp? It's virtually camping. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs. I'm. I'm like. I'm white bread. That's me. Yeah. Like, and I grew, I grew up, up in a desert, but I camped a lot. Kyle grew up in in Vegas, so I I I don't know whether or not he knows or not. I mean, he did trek through the desert away from school just to play hooky. <laughs> So. He said that was like a half mile. My God. Half mile nah. of desert. But now, you know, now I live in a forest. And so now I have that experience. Wild and woman. I've got my wild my wild child that I have purposely <laughs> trained for these purposes. To survive on a desert island? <laughs> to survive when the world ends. I put her in all these programs. And so she literally, like, she can start a fire from nothing. She knows exactly how to do it. She can wait. She knows how to forage for food in the forest. All of it. Are you a doomsday prepper? No. I sure? would be I would be if I had the money. Would you? Yeah. My um my ex-brother-in-law's father, very random association. Yeah. My ex-brother-in-law's father was a doomsday prepper. He made enough money as a as a um as a DA. He built his house into the side of a hill. Mhm. 
with it facing away from the epicenter of Atlanta because he assumed that the closest nuclear strike would be Atlanta. Yeah. So that so that he would survive and he had a a panic room filled to the brim with um you know non-perishable foods and water. Yeah. And yeah. I you know here's the thing if you can afford it there's obviously no harm in it but it, mm-hmm. to my in my opinion it depends on how much stress you are putting yourself under by believing that doomsday is coming. Right. That's different from being a prepper. Right. Because preppers are just hedging their bets. They're just they're just making sure that they are safe if something happens. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think if um I think if I had the money, like really had the money and the space to be a doomsday prepper, I would have food, um just non-perishables that I would have, you know, simple shit like craft dinner and veggies in cans. Um yeah. and and then for the extremes, I'd have a few MREs, you know, just in case. And then I'd have the basics like sleeping bags for everyone and a few go bags and things like that. Sorry, I'm talking and I'm burping. Just a moment. Mm-hmm. Me Not too. Not fun for me. Me too. I made myself major nachos and they were amazing, but now I'm burping. Major, major nachos? What are a major, major nachos? Ama- a major amount of nachos. Oh, a major amount of nachos. Yeah. Yeah. Am I yeah, cutting were, all this? N- no, you don't have to. It, it was super good. I, I made a roast beef last night, and so I took the roast from that, and I shredded it up, and I put that on the nachos. Oh, And then I took seven-layer dip, and that's what I used as a dipping sauce. You know what you should do so to your to, you know what you should do to your cheese when you make nachos? What? I've heard that playing hip-hop music mm-hmm. to your queso mm-hmm. makes it taste and, and, and feel way better. So you think if I baked my nachos with the hip hop bopping, yeah. I'd get better tasting nachos? Apparently, um I can wow. I can say that um Bern University of Arts in Switzerland. Do you think that Bern would burn my nachos? Bern University is going yeah. to burn your nachos? Yeah, I don't want them near my nachos. Not if you have beet wampfler there. <laughs> don't laugh. We are so silly. I thought you were going to say we're so sorry for laughing at his name. The guy, his name is just Beat Wampler. I am not sorry at all. And I think that this person is amazing for having done this study. And now I'd like him to do it with cheddar because (laughs) aged cheddar is by far and away one of my favorite products. If Beat Wampler is out there and he speaks English fluently because we don't have a translator, there's a good chance that he does because a lot of the world teaches it. If Beat Wampler is out there, We'd love to have you on the show. You sound exactly like the kind of person that we want to bring on um, because of your decision (laughs) to study hip hop and cheese. Please, please, please come on the show. (laughs) It would just be the greatest thing in the universe if I could talk to you about why you chose to do this study. I would be thrilled. I really would. I'm not I'm not teasing or making fun of you. I love research. I think it's fascinating. Um, I considered for about a year and a half whether or not I wanted to be a research scientist. I chose not to. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, the idea of of coming up with such a unique experiment. <laughs> if anybody knows Beat, give him our email address. Mr. Beat Wampler. Mr. Beat Wampler, we we appreciate your service to the cheese community, and 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 Nikki and I belong to that cheese community, not as cheese makers, but as cheese enjoyers, because we, you know, did our wine and cheese night, and one day we will resume that activity. Um, heck yeah, soon, when, hopefully, when I'm capable of enjoying some wine. Um, you know, we could just have cheese, though. I, you know what, we could have a, we could have. <laughs> We could have a new podcast. It's ten. It's at at the same time. We're not gonna get rid of this one. We can have a new. We can have a new podcast, right? And we'll call it um uh uh Nikki Wine and Mickey Cheese, and and I'll do the cheese. You'll do the wine, and we'll just like that, you know. Well, why why don't we do Happy Not Cheesy and just once a month? Do a not cheesy, yeah, and then once a month have a cheese night where you will not drink wine, and I probably won't either. I haven't been drinking lately, but we have the same cheese and maybe a ma- uh, uh, charcuterie. Charcuterie, we'll get some, we'll get some nice bread, some cheese, some fancy we'll, crackers, a little bit of sausage. You know how it's, it goes. It's gonna be amazing. We can try different local. Now that everything's opening up, we can try like the local artisan cheese places, and then we'll talk about who are local places that we went to and why they are good, and we chose them. I would love to. Let's do. I propose a happy, not cheesy, once a month. Maybe that is something we can do. Sounds like a fun time to me. Two weeks out, we're doing Happy Not Cheesy. Two weeks out. I have my planner in front of me, and that puts us the week of the episode will be out today, the 25th. All right. Everybody everybody look out for the 25th. Uh, We'll have Happy Not Cheesy. After my five year wedding anniversary. It'll be what? Three days after my five year wedding anniversary what better time to get fancy cheese right it's perfect it'll be the best okay guys are we do you want to wrap this up or do you want to still talk for 15 minutes because we have i'm spicy in here i am spicy in my booth and i'd love to i'd love to chill out wrap it up mickey all right guys and gals and all you others listen you can hit us up at crappy not on all the socials Go to crappynot.com, check out our blog. You can hit hit me up individually on Twitter at MickeyWVO, or you can hit Nikki up at Hafner Nikki on Twitter, um, at Nikki Hafner author, Nikki Hafner underscore author on Instagram. I'm on both of those. I'm very active at crappynot on everything else. It is me sending you all the love. And we'll see you next week. We love you guys. 